I've got to get Marte more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marte. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Marte Show starts right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Marte Show. My name's Marte. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited. I mean, like, the excitement is overwhelming. Uh, by the way, don't look at your phone if you're in a construction zone or if you're in a school zone because you're going to go to jail, apparently. They're going to, like, they're going to come haul you away. Your kids are going to be you're distraught because you're in prison, and it's just going to be it's just going to be awful, and we're not going to be able to. We're not going to be able to figure out what's going on. All right. Uh, so it, here's the deal. We have information on those new laws coming up here in just a minute. And speaking of new laws, there is a new law in California, too, which we're going to be discussing as well, because that's going to be an issue. Well, for anybody who wants to be a uh, student athlete. And the other thing is we've got free money we've got to give away, too. We're going to kick off the show by ah, let's do that first. Sorry, I was running with that headphones here. I can't do that. I got to figure that one out. It's time to win Marquis Cash. Yeah. Here's what we're going to be doing today, folks. We're going to give out a name, and then we're going to give that person 10 minutes. We're going to give that person 10 minutes to call us back. And if you call us back within 10 minutes at 855-765-1045 or star star 1045, you get 500 bucks. Uh, and today we're looking for Dale Edens. Dale Edens. Could be Dale Edens, but it's E-D-D-I-N-S. Dale Edens. If you would like $500, you have 10 minutes starting right now to give us a buzz at 855-765-1045 and you can win Mark K's cash. Speaking of cash, there's this new thing going on in California. Gavin Newsom, the governor there, he signed this bill into law and he did it with LeBron. It's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of a weird thing when you think about it. But uh, but this whole new Florida law, it's about the NCAA and the NCAA athletes. And what happens with these NCAA athletes is they've never been able to be paid by uh, companies for endorsements. They've never accepted cash. They haven't been. In fact, if they did, they'd be in huge problems with the NCAA and they wouldn't be able to compete. Well, now California's college sports pay law is basically saying that if you play college sports for the NCAA in California, you can now get paid. You can get some kind of you can get some kind of endorsement deal with a sneaker or some kind of soda, or uh, you could get an endorsement deal with you could get an endorsement deal with a, you know a, a car company. Um, you could make public appearances. You could do coach all that kind of stuff. You could basically capitalize off of your name now. If you are a college athlete, and I assume that goes for all sports, whether it's basketball or football or lacrosse or fencing, you know, those those uh, those NCAA uh, Division One fencing athletes they get a lot of like, uh, you know, like razor blades are really interested in them because, you know, they're very they know about blades and things. But that this is kind of throwing the entire rest of the NCAA into tumult. Because up until now, the NCAA has basically had carte blanche to deny any student athlete from being able to uh, to basically profit off of their collegiate sports career. Typically, what happens is, you know, you go to high school, you go to college, you get a free ride if you play basketball or football. You get a, a scholarship so that, you know, your athletics is paying for you to build your brain as well. And then what happens afterward is when you become older, you graduate and then you get drafted to the pros if you're good enough. And that's where you make bank. That's where you really get your multi, multi, multi million dollar contract. Unless, of course, you're Jalen Ramsey 
in which case you got to sit back and, uh, you know, pretend like you're you're pregnant or your back hurts or you have the flu or or all of the above. And so now what the NCAA has done is turn that on their head, or at least what California has done is turn that upside down, at least in their state. Now, this is a problem for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's going to give California an unfair advantage because now if you're a student athlete and you're one of the biggest superstars in basketball, one of the biggest superstars in football, one of the biggest superstars in soccer, lacrosse, curling, I don't even know, again, hockey I think is a is an NCAA sport, any of these things, you might be more likely to go to UCLA or USC or Stanford or any of these other California schools, Berkeley if you will, uh, because they will offer you that opportunity to make some money. And it, I mean, we're talking about a substantial amount of money. There's so many college athletes out there that are really well known, especially at at, uh, you know, at the big uh, college football schools, especially at the big basketball schools. They get, you know, they get a name for themselves. They sell jerseys. The uh, the the colleges have been have been profiting this entire time for decades. And now people are like, look, these athletes deserve their fair share. They've got to uh, they've got to be able to profit as well. So that's where we are right now. Now, Florida is thinking of introducing significant legislation to do the same thing because they don't want to be left out in the cold. They don't want to lose all the athletes to California. That's just one part of it, though. The second part of it is I really think that you need to you really need to understand what's going on in California to understand why Gavin Newsom, the governor, would do this. couple of things about California. First of all, everybody that lives there, including the governor, just wants to be famous. Everybody that lives in California they just want to be they want to be famous. They want to be movie stars or TV stars. And this is no different because Gavin Newsom, he didn't sign this legislation in the Capitol building or in his office. He didn't sign it at a university. He didn't sign it anywhere uh, that you might think would be significant or symbolic or you know, just really appropriate. He did it live on a podcast with LeBron James and a bunch of other famous athletes. He did this. Think about this. This is actual legislation, important legislation that could really change thousands and thousands of people's lives. It could change the way we do business. It could change the way you decide on a school if you're a college athlete. And he did this not in his office, not at the uh, not in Sacramento. He did it live on a podcast with LeBron James and a bunch of other athletes. And he did it for no other reason than just to garner some fame for himself because he could have just done it, you know, the way he signs every other piece of legislation. But he decided not to. The second thing is. The second thing is that this is going to mean that the state of California is going to get a ton of new tax. I mean, if you think about it, taxes always when you're in California, you you, you wake up for work one day and you go in and every, each and every day, the first thing you do is you have a big meeting about how you can milk more money out of the rich and famous people that have chosen to live in your state every single day. Every single day when you wake up and you go to work in the uh, California State House, if you're the governor, if you're any of the, the senators, if you're in charge of that state what, in any way, shape or form, all you do each and every day is wake up and think, how can we make more money? Well, if we bring millions of dollars into the collegiate athletic system, then guess what? We're going to have a lot of kids out there who didn't have money before who now can pay taxes to California. And in California, taxes ain't cheap. I mean, if you want to you talk to some of the professional golfers, talk to Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson got in a heap of trouble when he joked. He joked about moving out of California, moving to Florida, because living in California, when he wins a tournament for a million dollars, he has to pay over half of that in taxes. 
just because that's it doesn't matter where he wins the money. It just matters where he lives. And if you're an athlete, rest assured that if you're making $100,000 or $200,000 or $50,000 or even $10,000 in some kind of outside endorsement, now thanks to this new law, then you are going to have to fork over a ton of that to the California government. And and don't think for a minute, don't think for a minute that that isn't one of the big reasons why Gavin Newsom pushed this through. He doesn't care about the college athletes. He doesn't care about the NCAA. He cares about, A, making Gavin Newsom more famous, and B, making California even richer. 855-765-1045. Now, I know a lot of people have a lot of different uh, opinions about what should happen with these things. Should we, This is not new. This is something that's been talked about for a long time. Should college athletes be paid? The University of Florida, uh, Florida State, they make a ton of cash. USC, UCF, they make a ton of cash off of their athletes. But does it? should you, if you're an amateur athlete, be able to become well, I guess a professional athlete. 855-765-1045. We got some of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark. Just think about this. You hold the cell phone in a school zone, you could go to jail. Mess with the government defraud it, try to overthrow it, nothing happens. Hmm, interesting. That is interesting. And hopefully, you know what, maybe that's maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need to make sure that we're uh, calling Adam Schiff when he's in a school zone in Florida, and then we can get him. 855-765-1045. Uh, before we get to your phone calls about California, we got this guy on the phone we need to talk to. Is this Dan? This Dale. Hey, oh, oh, Dale, right, that's what I meant. Dale, how are you? I'm doing good, Mark, how are you? Good, is it Dale Eddins? Yes, it is. That's so you weird. Right the first time. We just called your name a little while ago, and you called us back in the allotted uh, time frame. And guess what that means? I win $500 of your money. Uh, absolutely right. Congratulations, Dale. That was pretty easy, huh? Yeah, it was pretty easy. Yeah, probably the easiest 500 you've ever earned. Hey, listen, uh, hang on one second, buddy. We're going to get some more info from you, and congratulations, too. And thanks so much for listening to the Mark K Show. If you want to win money that easily, uh, all you have to do is go to WOKV.com or just download our mobile app. You can hit the uh, Win Mark K's Cash button. We're going to do this for a while. We're going to call out names each and every day at 10 a.m., and if you're uh, if you are uh, the uh, if you call back in 10 minutes, you get the money. We I mean, we couldn't make it any easier than that. It's almost as easy as making money as a college athlete in California now. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. So we have uh, we have some clips, by the way, the, the podcast that uh, LeBron James puts on is called Uninterrupted. And he's he, he's there with the California governor and a couple other athletes. And they're literally signing the bill live on the podcast. Because they recognize they're vulnerable. People are hitting this not just in California, but all across the country because the gig's up actually the jig is up but we understand what you're trying to say and here's the actual uh, here's the actual signing oh, well let's do it let's do it all right now live in california. right
right, riveting. So now uh, the NCAA rules that apply to college athletes, where you uh, cannot be compensated or paid, or you know, uh, or you know, getting given endorsement deals while you're a college athlete, an amateur athlete, if you will, they're now uh, they're out of the window. I mean, California just balled them up and threw them out the window, uh, which gives them, of course, an unfair advantage in the field of uh, athletic recruitment. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Hey, James and Mandarin, how are you, James? Thanks for calling the Marquette Show. What do you want to say, sir? Hey, doing good. Thank you. Hey, why don't the NCAA just stop sanctioning California schools? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of money they in California. Play among themselves and yeah, that, yeah, that's I mean, true. They can play among themselves, and there'll be nothing, no national exposure for them. Well, I mean, it may come down to that. Listen, the NCAA—they're not going to—they're not going to let California come around and bully them either. I don't know. I mean, California makes a lot of money for the NCAA. To to lose a big state like that is is going to be a blow for them. But what what you could do is you could you could be right. They could just say, "Hey, look, uh, we know that the laws in California are this, but we still have our own laws." And if you um, if you want to play for us, you can't accept money. I guarantee there's going to be lawsuits galore on both ends of this. And, of course, the last thing they want is other states to follow suit. But I imagine other states are going to follow suit. There are states that think Gavin Newsom is just the bee's knees. And anything he does for California, that's just got to be the smartest thing in the world. So we're going to do it here or we're going to do it there or we're going to do it wherever. Um, New York probably will be one of them. Look, Florida's got a lot at stake here because we have some very competitive, very lucrative college athletic programs. I mean, the University of Florida, not just football, but basketball as well. Same with Florida State. You know, the the Knights at UCF. Uh, I mean, really, pretty much UCF, all they've got going for them is their athletics. Eight, oh, sorry. I forgot that the other I forgot they that. They have some pretty smart alumni, too. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let me introduce them to me when you uh, when they come and uh, see Hi, Mark. Nice to meet you. 855-765-1045. Dale in Oakleaf. How you doing, Dale? Good. You kind of threw a monkey wrench at me. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to. I apologize. Duck next time. No, what happened? What happened was you 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 answered the phone for the other Dale. Oh, and you thought you were getting money. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Not really? Yeah. But anyway, here's a there's a reason why the adults in the NCAA came up with this rule. Stop and think about this. You give an 18 year old kid who's had nothing all his life probably an eight a million 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 dollar contracts. Everybody in the whole world knows exactly what's going to happen. What's going to happen? That is, that's going to be the worst thing that an 18-year-old kid could. First off, he's going to have, have probably half of them are going to snort it up their nose. What? But then they're going to buy women. They're going to buy fancy cars. And guess okay. what? They're what? taking away any kind of incentive, any kind of incentive to be a pro. Yeah. First of all, Dale, I, I I understand what you I understand your point. I think you've been watching a little too much Ballers on HBO. But the fact of the matter is, they the, the other reason they do it is so that there's no illegal, uh, you know, you get, I mean, they do it basically to keep athletes on the up and up, to keep the pure athletic spirit of competition in college sports. You know, they don't want they don't want the Vegas, uh, you know, sharks coming out and trying to to bribe these kids and and incentivize them because once you start paying college athletes. You're you're going to you're going to have an opportunity for them to you know be swayed one way or the other by a potential uh, by a potential uh, you know corporation or by a potential network. I mean that's the other thing too. You may also have uh, you may also have conflicts of interest when these kids are on the court. You don't know what they're going to do or you're, what they're going to say. You know, I mean, it's there's a reason why college athletics is the way it is, and it's not paid. It's because you're it's like high school. What is next? You're gonna start paying high school athletes because uh, because we sell 42 Snickers bars every Friday night at the uh, the football game. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Jacob in Jacksonville. How are you, Jacob? 
Hey, Mark, doing well. Oh, good. What do you think about this whole thing? Hey, so I worked for the UAA when I was in college, so I saw a lot of the incentives that the athletes are already getting. Yeah. So my idea for it would be, as opposed to them getting paid right now while they're in college, they put in some sort of trust so they don't touch it to after graduation, and that percentage they get is based off of academic performance. So that way they're incentivized to do well in school because, after all, that's what they're there for. I know they're playing sports, but they are there to get an education. You bring up a great point, Jacob, and we got to take a quick break, but there's something you just hit on that I want to hit on when we get back here. 855-765-1045. Should these players in the NCAA, these college-level athletes, should they be getting paid? Because now in California, it's the law. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your calls coming up on the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Why doesn't this surprise me coming out of California? Give me a break. Any athlete from California, when they come to another state to play, they have to pay to play. It's all, listen, it's all about tax. In fact, well, this guy hit the nail on the head. The only reason California is allowing this uh, athlete to be paid so they can tax them. Wake up. That's exactly right. If you start paying somebody, uh, like, I mean, think about this. Think about how many athletes are now going to start making hundreds of thousands of dollars and how much of that money goes back into the California coffers. 855-765-1045. Roger in Mandarin. Hey, Roger, thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for asking. What do you want to say about California now passing a law, Governor Newsom, saying that NCAA athletes can be paid while they compete in college? Um, I actually think it's a great idea, and I think it should be a national referendum that these college kids get paid. Now, on the other hand, there's always a double-edged sword that any scholarship money that is given to these kids to go to a specific college, be revoked. So in other words, you get a scholarship or you get paid. And I think there may be a, an awakening because, as the other uh, callers had mentioned, about the taxation situation, it's basically pay to play. No, you're right about that. And that's and we had a guy call right before the break that kind of hit on that, too. And the point is that when you go to one of these schools as an NCAA athlete, and we're not talking about, like, you know, if you're if you're like a, a playing tennis at some smaller school somewhere, but ma the majority of the athletes that are going to be popular enough and going to be talented enough to get any kind of endorsement deal while they're in college, those athletes, those are the ones that are getting the scholarships. And if you're getting a scholarship, you are getting paid. Because there's other people that go to that university that don't play sports that are forking over anywhere from ten to $50,000 a year for their books, for their meals, for their uh, tuition, for their, for their housing, for their medical, everything. When, I mean, school is not cheap. These schools are, are handing out scholarships to these athletes, and in a way, that is the payment they get for playing. Come and play football at Alabama. We'll give you a full ride. Come and play football at, at, uh, at Penn State. We'll give you a full ride. Come, that's how they do it. 
And now, if you if you uh, are paying these players or allowing them to seek endorsement deals, then what's going to happen? You are going to have a lot of student athletes and a lot of colleges who are saying, look, uh, you can make all the money you want, but then you're going to have to pay us. There's no reason for you to be double dipping. If you're making $100,000 a year playing at our school, great. Then you're going to start paying for your tuition. You're going to start buying your books again. You're going to start. I mean, that would make sense. That would make sense. One or the either we pay you or someone else pays you. But the other problem is you're going to and I don't think people realize this because when you have endorsement deals, when you have um, outside investments in you and your name and your brand, that's a lot of extra work. And what and something it's going to take time away from something. So something's going to start failing. Because if you have to go out and now shoot a series of commercials or, or, or take a trip to visit clients or meet with agents, if you've got to go out, you know, on spring break and, uh, or instead of spring break, you have to go out and, I don't know, do a meet, give a speech to, uh, a bo- the board of investors at a company that is spending money on you. All of these different things that you have to do when you get an endorsement. What's going to happen is that's going to take away from either your, your performance on the field, your practice time, or it's going to take away from your studies something right now is going is got to give you can't do you can't be a professional athlete a student athlete and a student at the same time because there's only so much time in the day so i think what's going to happen in california if they do this going forward is they're going to see that the grade point averages of, of these student athletes start to fall and then guess what happens the ncaa says you can no longer you can no, no longer perform you can't play you've got to maintain a certain grade point average and then or the second thing that's going to happen is these kids are going to be studying and then they're going to be out hawking uh, sodas and Nikes and they're going to be out, you know, doing all sorts of celebrity appearances because they can get money for it. And they're going to they're going to it's going to take away from their practice time. And then on the field, they're going to they're going to you know, they're going to get worse or they could even get injured. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Jim from Palm Coast. How you doing, Jim? Thanks so much for calling the Mark. Show. Good, Mark. Good, Mark. How are you doing? Good. Um I, I was going to bring up the taxable income from uh, California, so uh, that's been brought up. But this brings up another thought. The thought is very simple. God bless America. God bless capitalism. This is what it's all about. Name other countries in this world that allow all this to happen. I mean, I don't know that any other countries have student-athlete athletic programs the way we do. Exactly. Short of being in the military and being uh, paid that way. But, yes, that, so... We have we have the blessings of the of the fact that we have the freedoms to do this because of America and because of those freedoms. But we also have the freedoms of capitalism. This is allowed. These kids they've earned it to a degree, but there are responsibilities, and with money comes a responsibility. And a lot of people don't get that. Our society has lost that concept. All right, let me ask you um, this, Jim. If 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 that's the case, then why not just let the? I mean, here's what's going to happen. Then you're going to have all of these pro uh, athletic teams that are going to be like, look, if, if they're getting money. On endorsements, we want a piece of that. If these athletes are making money, why don't they just skip college altogether and go straight to the pros? Uh, Pandora's box. Uh, there is. What's the answer? What's the perfect answer? You know, I mean, one side you get one one side of it is great, and then there's a downside, and that that opens a door for another person to stick it stick their thoughts in. Um, I don't think there is any one specific answer. I think it's also, it, it goes way back to how about we raise the kids that there is responsibility to life, responsibility to society. There's a lot more to it than just the money.
Yeah. And uh, I think that's what our society is lacking, and we've lost. It's taken us 40 years to get to where we are today. Yeah. And hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Look, and I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not for money. I mean, if you stop paying me, I'd stop showing up. Um, you know, I love what I do, but at the same time, there's a there's a learning curve. Like I did, we everybody who was an intern worked for free. Everybody who was in college did something for free. Or if you got paid, it's because you owed tuition to the school. I mean, how many people do you hear working two to three jobs just to pay for just to pay the bursar's office every single quarter because they wanted that college? I think I think in a way what this is going to do is this is going to even it's going to devalue college more and more. And that college bubble that we talked about is going to burst even sooner. You know, I, I've been, for a long time, I've always said that college is overrated. College is a business. They're greedy. They keep jacking up their rates. And now what they're doing, because if you can't offer, if you can't compete with a state school that offers you compensation from from royalties or from ticket sales, I mean, that's the other thing with ticket sales. You could potentially, as a student athlete now, negotiate a portion of ticket sales from your games that you start going right into your pocket. Much the way a you know a professional performer uh, gets a uh, gets their merchandise or their their ticket sales when they go on tour, it's going to be the same thing, and that's a slippery slope. And I think that's going to lead to the downfall of a lot of these these other schools and organizations. They're going to be like, look, we're not going to do that. We're not going to compete with that. If you want to come here and get an education and perfect your craft, we'll give you that opportunity. We'll even pay you in the way of free tuition. We'll trade with you, but we're not going to let you capitalize on it. 855-765-1045. David on the west side. How you doing, David? Good. I think the NCAA should uh, block the schools that do that to keep from corrupting the other schools in the NCAA. They can keep them out of the bowl games and whatever. I know they'd lose money, but they're going to corrupt them kids. I love college football. Pro makes me crazy with these guys making all that money, which is great. I'm glad they make it. But then they act like jackasses because they they got so much money they don't care. Yeah, this is the last chance those pro those team coaches have to you know let those kids grow up and and straighten them out and make them become men before they go off the pros and become you know just rich and can do anything to anybody. Nobody you know a lot of pro coaches can't. I mean college coaches can't make it in the pros because they can't deal with these guys making twice what they're making and telling what they are and aren't going to do. Yeah. No. I, I, it's, I, I'm just so mad that the, the liberals once again are going to screw up something that I love. No, you're, and you know what? You're right about that, too, and that's something that people haven't even considered. I mean, look at our pro athletes right now. Look at what they're doing. Look at how the pro – look at Jalen Ramsey right here. A man shows up in a Brinks truck – because he wants more money at the beginning of the season. What if Jake Fromm rolled into the University of Georgia in a Brinks truck, right? What if that happened? What if, uh, I mean, who else? Jalen Hurts. What if he sits out the season because, oh, my back hurts. And it, it, But the only reason is his, uh, his agent couldn't get him the deal that he wanted. You know, who else? Trevor Lawrence. What if, you know, what if he was sitting out because he wasn't getting ticket sales from the Clemson games or he wanted he wanted a bonus every time he threw a touchdown pass? All of these. It's a slippery slope. And instead of instead of, I think, being competitive in college and instead of getting the best athletes to come to your school, what you're doing is you're going to teach a lot of these kids to be a little bit more obnoxious a little earlier than they probably would have been had they just waited four years to go pro. Eight five five seven. Seven six five 
1045. We got a bunch more people with comments. Look, college sports is a big deal here in Florida. So we know a lot of people have a lot of, uh, a lot of feelings about this. We'll get to all y'all here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Uh, or you can leave us an open mic message on our mobile app. It's the Mark K Show. Quick break. More coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming up in just a minute, uh, the latest on uh, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Rudy Giuliani, and and this impeachment inquiry, which continues. Uh, I was watching CNN yesterday. I know, I know, before you get in. I know, I know. Uh, but I, I came up with, I think I know what the problem is with this country, and we'll get into that here in just a little while, though. First, Jim in Mandarin has been waiting very patiently. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hey, Mark. Happy, uh, what are we, Monday number two? Yeah, something hey, like that. A quick quick comment yeah. uh, regarding the uh, students who are going to be paying tuition or their parents mm-hmm. uh, to go to these colleges. Uh, the non-athletic students are going to be paying the college tuition for the athletic students um, to be playing sports. Yeah. I'm wondering, and it's kind of a rhetorical question, but maybe how do the, uh, the paying non-athletic students feel about paying the athletes? To be there. Uh, look, I mean, it depends on the school, too. I mean, the, the, if you have, like, let's take, for example, the University of Florida. I imagine they make tons of cash off of their athletic department, enough so that they could probably cover tuition for all of the for all of the student athletes that they give scholarships to. Uh, but at the same time, if they're covering that tuition, why then would they be paying additional monies to those athletes? Why not? You know, it's like a, like when you write a book, you get an advance. Right on your salary, and people think you get a million dollars to write a book. Well, it's an advance, so you get a million dollars, and then they don't pay you any more money until you've paid back that million millions of dollars. So maybe what we can do is have that kind of system where, like, all right, you can work. Uh, we, you know, we, we will give you an advance on tuition and then you can go out and cut endorsement deals and we'll give you a portion of the proceeds from merchandise with your name on it. And we'll give you a portion of the proceeds from concessions and beer and whatever else. But after you've paid back, your uh, oh, but we but you won't see a dime of it until you've paid back your um your college tuition. Maybe that's a way to go. Um, I don't know, but yeah, if I were if I were a non if I were a paying student at an at a college where I knew athletes were getting free tuition and then getting to capitalize on their name, I'd be really upset. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Tony from Blunt Island. How you doing, Tony? Good, Mark. Um, I just wondered about who are, who's going to get these endorsements. It's going to be the stars. It's going to be the quarterback, the running back, yeah. tight ends, yeah. maybe some outstanding defensemen. But the linemen aren't going to get diddly. And I think they're going to get jealous, and every once in a while they're just going to let that running back go through and cream the quarterback and say, there you go, big shot. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully hopefully that doesn't happen. But, I mean, you're right. How do you evenly disperse these funds throughout the team so that there isn't jealousy? And what if what if then all of a sudden you have a lack of linemen? What if you've got all these college linemen going, well, listen, screw that. I'm going to go be a I'm going to go be a running back. And then all of a sudden you have 92 running backs and zero linemen. You can't play a football game that way. Same thing with basketball. You know, like no one's going to want to be a point guard unless, you know, they're all going to want to be a center. They're all going to be wanting to make the dunks. Eight, five, five. That's who makes the dunks, right? The center. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Eight, the tall guy. Yeah, everybody dunks nowadays. Yeah, that's, I guess yeah. you're right. Eight, and the it, forward, the forwards, the wings, they're the ones who are really good, the two guards. And I'll be honest, really, the point guards who hit all the threes, and that's all anyone wants to do now uh, these days. Yeah. 855 Everyone wants to be Steph Curry. Steve in Orange Park. How you doing, Steve? Hey, gentlemen, how are you today? Hey, we're good. What do you want to say, sir? 
quick question. Um, has the NCAA Athletic Commission, have they authorized this? I don't see how California uh, has the position to uh, tell the NCAA that their students or their participating students can be paid. And can the NCAA Athletic Commission say, okay, if you're going to pay your students, you're disqualified from the NCAA Athletic Commission sports activities? Yeah, Is that look, possible? Well, yeah, look, California can write any law that they want to write. Um, NCAA, I believe, can just basically discredit or, or refuse, uh, you know, accreditation to any school or athlete that they want. So it's going to be a battle in the court system. Somebody's going to sue somebody. Uh, the problem the NCAA has is they need to figure this out quickly because they don't want other states doing what California has done because then it becomes a much tougher and a much more expensive thing for them to do. But I believe that was my point. Uh, yeah, are all the students going to try to rush to California schools now because they can get a? Uh, are they going to yeah, recruit better athletes now that they're offering money for? For a student position. Oh, 100% they are. I mean, if you had a choice between going to UCF and USC, and you knew that USC was not only going to give you a competitive football program and great training and great coaching and put you in the national spotlight and give you a free education, but, oh, yeah, you have the chance to make $150,000 cash every year that you're there, would you go there or would you go to UCF? I mean, it's, it's a, it's a pretty no, it's a no brainer. They're going to get the top notch athletes from all over high schools all over the country. And it puts them at an unfair advantage. And that's another reason the NCAA doesn't like it. And that's another reason why other states, including this one, are already trying to draft legislation to compete because Florida doesn't want to be left behind. All of these, look, it's important. Athletics are important to schools. They make a lot of money from that and they're not going to let this stop them from making that money. Because, I mean, really, they're, they're, they're all corporations. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got a couple more phone calls. We got a few more of your open mics coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. We make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark. I usually don't agree with anything that California puts out, but I agree 100% with this law. These college kids destroy their bodies, making these schools millions and millions of dollars and get nothing but a lousy education in return. I mean, I wouldn't say they get nothing but a lousy education. A lot of them get drafted by the pros and they go on to make millions and millions of dollars destroying their body for, you know, the private sector. I don't see how this matters. In just a few years, college is going to be free. Well, that's true, too. Well, probably we'll get a whole bunch more Republicans or conservatives when those kids start seeing the tax bills come in. You know, you would think that, but I mean, for whatever reason, a lot of the Democratic Party has been able to convince people that high taxes are really good. And the more money you make, the more money you should pay to the government. I don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe they you know what? Maybe they did take too many hits to the head on the football field. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Anyway, the NCAA uh, now in dire straits with the state of California. And a lot of people on both sides have looked there's there's no right or wrong to this issue. A lot of people are like, hey, these kids are making millions of dollars for the universities they play for. Let them play. And other people are like, look, if they want to play for college, they play for a scholarship and that's it. And if they don't want to play, I mean, they are, they will benefit down the road. That's why we all go to college, isn't it? We go to college so we can learn and become better and get uh, get internships. And then when we go out into the workforce, then we can start negotiating, uh, you know, for, for major uh, lucrative deals and endorsements and things like, for example, 
I argued for free in college. I was loud and obnoxious for free in college. Now, only after I graduated was I able to, uh, you know, was able to market myself as a loud and angry, obnoxious person uh, and land this and land this very, very lucrative position. 855-765-1045. Mike in St. Augustine. Mike, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Great, Mark. Thank you. I don't want to make this political, but Gavin Newsom's a Democrat. The state house in California are Democrats. And they're always saying they want to eliminate the privilege, the privileged class. What they're doing by this is creating another another privileged class. You're going to have one or two or three, maybe, on each team who are going to get endorsed. Running back or wide receiver. Yeah. Offensive tackle is not going to get an endorsement. So what happens to everyone else in the school? Yeah. I'm all for giving a stipend or some type of income to all players at school, but this is just setting up another privileged class. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, and you're right about that. There's, there's, and that's one going to be one of the issues is you're going to see, as you already see in the pros. I mean, you see this in the pros, no matter what they say. If one player gets a big uh, contract, then guess what? The other players want different big contracts, or they're not going to play. We've seen that here in Jacksonville with our own quarter. I mean, you know, the Miles Jack got forty-four million dollars, and now all of a sudden Jalen Ramsey's having back spasms and babies and things. And this is the kind of, you know, this is the kind of stress, and this is the kind of ridiculous that a lot of people don't want to see in college. They don't want to see in college sports. They don't want to turn on the TV every Saturday and, uh, you know, and, and see a bunch of athletes. They want to watch their college play. Not there. They don't want to They don't want to watch this star quarterback and that star running back. They want to see their college uh, play another college. They want people, you know, they want people on the field wearing the, the, the college colors. Um, and, that, and that's one of the big issues and the arguments that people have is that this is supposed to be and was always started as a battle between two instances institutions. You know, like the Army uh, and the Navy game or Yale and Harvard or um, Carolina Duke, you know, uh, Alabama, University of Florida, University of Georgia, all of these huge rivalries like Florida, Georgia. Think about that. Think about the ramifications for a game like that. If you start having individual athletes getting paid or getting paid sponsorships, all of a sudden they come into uh, they come into the city a couple weeks early or a couple days early and somebody's paying them one hundred thousand dollars to host a dinner down in in the middle of RV uh, city, you know, and all of a sudden, all of the, he's going to roll in with a bag full of cash and all of his teammates are going to be like, well, wait, I want cash too, or I'm not going to play. I mean, that's, you cannot remove human greed from the college athletic system when you start paying athletes. It's just not going to happen. People measure their ability, their talents, their worth to an organization by the amount of money that they make. And, and, you know, as well they should, because if you are, if you're in a part of a team and you bring that team wins and people buy your jersey over anyone else's, then in the private sector, sure, demand that that team pay you fairly. But if you're going to college, really primarily your number one role for going to college should be to get that education. And if you play football really well and they put you on the team and as a result, they make lots of money and they can kick some back to you in the form of a scholarship, in the form of free housing in the form of a free book and oh by the way put you on a national spotlight 
put you on a level where you will be seen by every single professional team in the country, every single professional team in the world, put you in a position where the minute you graduate, you don't have to worry about all the other things that other graduates have to worry about. You don't have to worry about updating your resume, getting a LinkedIn page together. You don't have to worry about where you're going to work. You don't have to worry about going to work as a waiter while you look for jobs because the job market is not lucrative enough. If you're a star athlete at one of these schools, you are going to be drafted. You are going to be given handed, handed millions of dollars. And some team somewhere is going to pick you and make you a celebrity overnight. Overnight. That's the trade-off. It's not, it's not, you're not getting paid by the hour. You're getting paid by the lifetime. And if you spend one, two, three, four years in college and you gain this exposure and you get better and you break these records and you win these awards and you win these bowl games and you become a superstar college athlete, you will get paid eventually. 855-765-1045. Nikki in St. Augustine. How are you doing, Nikki? I'm doing good. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? Well, I want to say that this is a way that California thinks they're going to get some good players from the South to come and play for them. Yeah. And also, it's another way that California is going to be able to get more taxes off of people because these players don't realize they're going to be paying big bucks on taxes and the endorsements they're going to get. Correct. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly that we know whenever Gavin Newsom's involved, it's two things, fame and fortune. Those are what drive that guy. Uh, that guy, if you if you don't know who Gavin Newsom is, he's he's the, the very attractive governor of California. He used to be the mayor of San Francisco. This guy is driven by fame and fortune. That's why, once again, when he signed this bill, he did it on a podcast sitting next to LeBron James, one of the most recognizable and influential athletes in the entire world. Well, let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. If he really cared about the athletes, he would just do it in his office like he does every other bill. But no, he wanted to make a splash. He wanted to be famous for this. He wanted uh, the entire athletic world to know that he's their hero. Um, also, he wanted money. You're absolutely right about that. And now by allowing college kids to get endorsement deals from from EA Sports, from, you know, from shoe companies, from uh, merchandise uh, companies that want to use their name and their likeness, from speaking gigs, from teaching opportunities, all these things. Now, by allowing them to do that, he also has created a huge, huge source of revenue for the state of California. Mary in Middlebury. How you doing, Mary? I'm great. How are you today? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say? Okay, what is this going to do to the smaller schools where people go as student athletes as opposed to going as an athlete who happens to show up for class every once in a while? Uh, I mean, look, the student athletes probably it's not gonna, it's not going to change for them anyway. I mean, if you're a student athlete and you know that you're just going to play for college, I would imagine that it doesn't matter where you go. Um, I still think smaller schools, or even you know, like you know, like the Walfords or like who the Gators played last Saturday, you know, it's not going to help their cause at all. Yeah. Look, you've got to if you're a college, I mean, and the problem with colleges is you've got to be competitive, competitive some way. If you're an Ivy League school, you've got that going for you. you're an Ivy League school. And a lot of people like to pay a lot of money just to say they went to an Ivy League school. If you're, um, you know, if you're a legacy, if your parents went to Florida and your parents, parents went to Florida and they would disown you if you went to Florida State or even thought about applying to Georgia, then you're probably going to go to Florida. You're not going to lose out on all that. But, yeah, there will be a huge number of smaller schools 
that maybe competitively can't compete. And there's going to be a lot of athletes from those schools that maybe, I mean, some of these schools, like look at the Wake Forest universities, you know, look at even, even Duke, for example, uh, maybe not their basketball program, but their football program. If you have a smaller school like that, um, you know, where you don't have as many superstars, but every now and then a decent athlete comes through, it might actually penalize them. And they may not, it may, they may not get the opportunity to, uh, to be coached as well and to learn as well and to, and to be drafted um, at a high level into the pros. So anyway, this is just the beginning. This is the first state to do this. There's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be all kinds of uh, hubbub, and there's going to be other states that are going to come forward and follow suit. 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we got some other news we want to cover here. This is the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. Thanks so much for joining me today. 855-765-1045. If you have not yet registered to win Marquee's cash, I don't know what you're waiting for. I guess you hate free money. Uh, eight, you must not be a Democrat. <laughs> 855-765-1045. Go to our website, WOKV.com. Register where it says win Marquez cash or download our mobile app, uh, the News 104.5 mobile app, and you can uh, you can hit the button right there that says win Marquez cash. You can do the same gosh darn thing. Then just listen every morning at 10 a.m. for your name. And if you hear it, give us a buzz. If you call back within 10 minutes, you get the money. All right, folks, we are very excited. We have a very special guest in studio. Please give it up once again for Bluegrass Boy. How y'all doing? Hang on, we'll make sure I'm in tune. I like to watch the news each day and sing and play banjo. I'll keep you up to date with all the stuff you ought to know. I'm the only news reporter in the world who sings bluegrass. And if you think this bit is stupid, well, then you can kiss my... I gotta bleep myself, y'all. Uh, listen up. I heard the other day how all the Democrats were screeching. They're sick of Donald Trump and now they're ready to impeach him. They think this Ukraine whistleblower holds a smoking gun. But the folks that should be locked up are Joe Biden and his son. I, I gotta scroll my script a little bit here. I got too many. I got. I don't want to have enough mass working. There we go. Hey, okay, good. <laughs> Joe Biden got his kid a job that made him lots of dough. He wasn't qualified experience. He had zero. And when a prosecutor figured out what had transpired, Joe strong-armed the Ukraine and man, that some bitch was fired. It's clear he used our taxes as a bribe to save his son. You'd think a guy would keep this kind of information, mum. But not good old Joe Biden, he's a special kind of dumb. Instead, he got on TV, told the whole world what he'd done. Well, there's no one else on earth who has more gaffes than Joe Biden. He opens up his mouth and sticks his big old foot right in. Maybe he's got dementia or he just drinks too much gin. But if he's the best the left can do, then Trump is sure to win. Good job, the Bluegrass Boy. Great job. Very nicely done. Thank you for special special appearance. We got a couldn't print today. Our printers are down, so we had a little computer issue. That's all right. We'll edit it up and post it. It'll 
It'll work a lot better tomorrow when we hear it. Now, this is the Mark K Show. So, I did this Joe Biden thing, by the way. I think, uh, and I want to applaud Bluegrass Boy for keeping Joe Biden's name in this entire impeachment mess because that is one of the most important things that uh, that is happening is that people are losing sight of how this whole thing originated. And if you think about it, if you think about it, it's the same way we lost sight of what happened with the Ukraine. For example, when, or with Russia, rather. For example, with the Mueller report, everybody started to lose sight about where this Mueller report came from. Everybody started to lose sight of how the story even began. We lost sight of the FISA warrants. We lost sight of the Steele dossier. We lost sight of how uh, Donald Trump was framed and they were listening in on his phone conversations at Trump Tower when he was just a candidate. That Barack Obama actually was behind all of this and that the Democratic Party knew what was going on. And, and that got lost in the shuffle. How? Because the Democrats and the media just kept hounding on Mueller. They kept hounding on Manafort. They kept hounding on Mattis. They kept hounding on Donald Trump. They kept hounding on every single person they could think of in the president's cabinet, in the president's inner circle. They 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 started going after everybody. When Donald Trump fired James Comey, they started going after James Comey. They went after Michael Cohen in New York City. That's what they do. And they're starting to do it again. They realize that Joe Biden is the problem. Joe Biden is the crook. Joe Biden is the reason that any of this started because Joe Biden is what Donald Trump and Bill Barr and Rudy Giuliani were investigating. Joe Biden and his son doing something really, really bad, abusing their power, extorting a foreign government, bribing them with a billion dollars of your taxpayer money. Joe Biden doing all of that stuff is what led to Donald Trump making that phone call and making that request in the first place, because they are looking for information. As the executive branch, as the chief branch in charge of law enforcement, they were trying to enforce the law. The Democrats, the media, they don't want you to know that. So they're trying to bury it. How? Well, just look at it. You just go to the Drudge Report today and read the headlines. It's all about Rudy Giuliani subpoenaed, William Barr recruiting foreign officials, Trump asking the Australian PM to help discredit Mueller. Pompeo was there. Every single person close to the president is now going to be subpoenaed, interviewed, investigated, uh, interrogated. They're going to be thrown in prison, and it's all to keep you from realizing that the real problem is Joe Biden. So it's up to us, Bluegrass Boy and everyone else, to keep reminding everybody that the problem here isn't the president of the United States. It's the former vice president of the United States. And if anyone should take the fall, it should be Joe and Hunter Biden. And also Barack Obama. 855-765-1045. We gotta take a quick break. When we get back, uh, 855-765-1045. Some of your phone calls. Also, something very interesting I saw when I was watching CNN yesterday. I'll tell you about that too. It's on the way. Stay tuned for more of the Marque Show next on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Marque more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just mind getting. We want us some Marque. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Love the banjo music, but you sure do got a pretty mouth. You know, it's not the first man that's told me that. 855-765-1045. Thanks so much uh, for the open mic message. I appreciate it. Uh, we will have more blue, uh, Bluegrass Boy, I'm sure, as the uh, as the election, um, you know, fires up. William from McClenny. How are you, William? Uh, Mark, I listen to you every day at work. Oh, you do? I love your show. Well, man, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I do. I listen to you every day, and it's Sir Prince Albert, actually. 
I love your songwriting about Joe Bite Me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, that is uh, that is you know it's a it's a topic that allows for a lot of different uh, pieces of material. But one of the things that we want to make sure happens is, and this is you know, if you're talking to people, if anybody ever brings it up, I think it's important because um, Joe Biden's getting left out of the conversation. Joe Biden is he stopped advertising. I don't know if you know this, but he pulled every single one of his social media ads. You won't see ads for Joe Biden. On TV. He will. He's he's been pummeling his email lists with emails because he needs money. He needs money. He needs to salvage uh, salvage this whole campaign. He's got a huge debate coming up on October the fifteenth in Ohio of all places, and his name's uh, was getting dragged through the mud. Well, until recently. Now, when you turn on the television or when you turn on other radio stations or when you go online, you're going to see everything about this impeachment proceeding is directed at Donald Trump, and nobody is mentioning Joe Biden except, of course for Donald Trump. And, you know, people people talk about Twitter. We had a guy yesterday who called in right at the end of the show, and I put his phone call on uh, on Facebook and just because, number one, he was, I, you know, he, he said that he was embarrassed by President Trump, and that's, you know, that's a whole other issue. If you really care that much about what other people think about you and your president, then, you know, you've got to work that out on your own. But one thing he said was, Donald Trump is always tweeting. Why is Donald Trump always got to tweet? And even yesterday, I was I went home, I made lunch with my wife, I sat down, I turned on the TV, it was CNN, which I, I don't know which one of my kids turn it on CNN, but I am not happy with them, and they will be hearing from me when they get home from school. But at the uh, but the end of the day, what happened was I'm watching CNN and I'm trying to figure out you know what they're saying. What's the you always want to keep your enemies close, your friends closer. I'm trying to see what the big fake news headlines of the day are. And the one thing they did, and it was it was uh, I forget her name, the blonde lady that's on at like noon. Uh, she basically held up a transcript of every one of Donald Trump's tweets, and she kept saying, "This is what Donald Trump is doing with his time." Donald Trump is spending his time tweeting out a tweet storm, telling people that this is a, a witch hunt, that it's a fake news narrative, going through everything. And she said it like it was a bad thing. And that's where people get confused. They look at Donald Trump's Twitter. They look at his tweets. They look at everything that he says. They look at his attacks. They look at the, him repeatedly saying uh, Adam Schiff should be brought up on charges for fraudulently making up a statement and reading it to Congress. Um, as I predicted, Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve will allow. Well, that's a that's a different thing. But he keeps going on. He he posts uh, impeachment polls where he's winning 97 percent. He's retweeting people like Corey Lewandowski um, talking about uh, talking about, you know, the whistleblower scandal. He also talks about how he demands the whistleblower who has secondhand information come forward. And people are like, why is Donald Trump tweeting? The only reason Donald Trump is tweeting is because if he weren't telling you the narrative that he's telling you, no one else would be. It's the same reason CNN has 24-hour coverage of the Democrat side of this. It's the same reason why CNN, for 24 hours a day, goes through the same tired stories, the same tired narratives. They bring in the same tired representatives. They uh, they they read Donald Trump's tweets and they try to they try to tell one story because they want you to forget the real story. They want you to forget the real story about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the Ukraine, and they want you to forget the real story about Hillary Clinton interfering in the election and. And they want you to forget all of the things that the Democrats did leading up to this moment. And the only way you're going to remember it is if Donald Trump is out there telling you, if not you know, as often, if not more, then CNN is, is putting, forth this false, uh, putting forth this false narrative. 
it's the only weapon and tool that he has. You know, it's the same. It's the same way uh, when you're radio. People always say, "Why do radio stations play the same songs over and over again?" Well, because they want you to be familiar with them, and you want to hear what you want to hear. That's why CNN has these same stories. But the one big problem with CNN, and I think this is a problem with a lot all major news networks, not just CNN, but Fox News and MSNBC and the rest of them, is I think that the evolution to 24-hour news coverage really did a disservice to the news industry. I think that's really when everything started to go downhill. Because when you have to cover news for 24 straight hours, you are going to be stretching a lot. You are not necessarily going to be getting the 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 pearls of newscasting brilliance and the nuggets of journalism uh, journalistic awesomeness that you used to get when you had oh thirty minutes or an hour every day. Back when it was just ABC, NBC, CBS, and they all had news at six thirty or seven o'clock for thirty minutes. All the news was real news or. For the most part, it was real news. It was they only had 30 minutes a night to give you the information that you needed to know, both nationally, internationally and locally. So it was I mean, they had editors. They would cut stories. They would cut guests. You really had to have something good. You had to prove that it was good and you had to prove that it was worthy and important enough to be on that newscast because it was a limited time frame. 30 minutes. That's it. Same thing with the newspapers. The newspapers, when they were writing news, they had a certain number of pages. There were a certain number of column inches in that newspaper. And if you were writing something for that newspaper, you better make sure that it was good. And if it was too long or too boring or too fake sounding, if you didn't have any credibility, if you had no witnesses to back it up, if you uh, if you could be replaced by something that was potentially better and more credible news, the editor would would you would end up on the on the cutting room floor. You wouldn't make it to press. But now we've got this abundance of media. We have we have online media. We have the New York Times online, the Washington Post online. You've got all these other magazines, Politico and HuffPost and everything else. And they've got unlimited. There's no limit. It doesn't cost anything to put up another Web page. It doesn't cost anything to put up another URL or another link for you to click. It's unlimited. And in being unlimited, they are constantly striving to find product to fill the space. So when that happens, it doesn't matter if the reporting is accurate. It doesn't even matter if the if, if it's true. All that matters is it kind of sort of has something to do with something that people will click on. And when you look at CNN and this 24-hour news business that they're in, when you look at the, – and I was sitting there watching. They had – while I was eating my lunch, I couldn't believe it. In like a 30-minute span, they had news or what they reported to be news. Then they had one guest who heard from an inside source that the president was edgy. This source, this this guest that they had trying to explain that this was news heard from somebody who couldn't be named inside the White House that the president was having difficulty concentrating because of this impeachment inquiry, that the, that, that the president was was angered and he wasn't paying attention to people. That was the, that was they spent about 10 minutes with that guy. After that, they cut to an author, a Trump biographer who they claimed was an expert on Donald Trump because he wrote a book about the guy. And he started talking about how Donald Trump probably is reacting to this, uh, what Donald Trump will probably do, how Donald Trump has reacted to things in the past and what it's actually going to do to his reactions uh, to this instance and to this impeachment inquiry. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is not actual news. They're talking to a guy who wrote a book about Donald Trump from his house on a bad internet connection about what he thinks Donald Trump may or may not be saying. None of it is real. 
None of it is real. And the reason is because they have too much time. They've got 24 hours to fill, and there's just not that much actual credible news coming. There's no way. They could have a staff of 150,000 people. There's no way they would able to have a, they'd be able to have enough news to cover that much time. And that's the problem you have. That's the problem you have with CNN, with MSNBC, even with Fox News, is that these people are blathering on for hours and they just run out of truth. And when you run out of truth, there's only one thing to do, and that's turn to conjecture or even worse, fiction. 855-765-1045. We got to take another quick break. Uh, we got some more of your phone calls, a couple more open mic messages. Last and final thoughts on this whole thing coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. By the way, we were having a little banjo lately fun during the uh, during the uh, during the break. Uh, it's not a banjo; it's a banjo lately. It's a ukulanjo. It's a no. It's a banjo lately. Oh, There's okay. no such thing as a ukulanjo. Uh, I think That's I just saw one. Not even a thing. No, it's not a thing. Google. So it's, like, it's like a little banjo. It's a u. It's a banjo lately. It's a, a ukulanjo. No, it's, it's Google. No, eight five five seven six five. What, Dave? Will you please, David Mandrew? Will you please explain to Josh? There's no such thing as a ukulanjo. Panavidra. Uh, Patrick, how are you, Pontevedra? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What's up, man? Percent correct. And additionally... Hold on, come on a second. I'm sorry, Patrick. We're going to have to have it go back because you weren't on the air, and I wanted everyone to hear you say, uh, Mark K, you're 100% correct. I said you're 1,000% correct. Oh, even better. All right. We'll take it. Thank you very much. Yeah. And now you have these reporters who are all trying to become superstars, where used to be the reporters became superstars. Now these are people just beca- trying to become famous and superstars. And by the way, I'm a reporter. Yeah, you know, so It's completely flipped around. You know, one of the big things that people complain about, but they, and they maybe don't realize it, is how Donald Trump has kind of taken that out. Donald Trump realized that uh, really early on. And who's the guy from CNN that we saw um, in Cincinnati? Billy. No, not Billy. The other Mark. guy. No, the guy. Uh, you know, the guy. Roger. You are fake news. Don. No. Okay. Never. Hey, thanks. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. What's his name? The guy from CNN who was Richard. thrown. He was thrown out of the White House. He had his credentials Bill. taken away. Talking all about Bill. Never mind. Um, anyway, he is a prime example of that. He's a superstar whose name I forget. <laughs> he's, he's so famous I forget his name. But we met him in Cincinnati. He, he uh, crashed our photo up. Anyway, this is part of the reason that Donald Trump has started doing his press conferences. Uh, thank you, Jim Acosta. I appreciate that, Jim. Uh, Jim Acosta. He became a superstar because sitting in that press room in the White House with Donald Trump, Donald Trump said, you are fake news. And Jim Acosta came back. And then Jim Acosta lost his credentials. And he got thrown out of the White House. And then he came back because they sued or whatever and they want and they filed a formal complaint the base the basis of jim acosta becoming a superstar news reporter you should not know your news reporters names their name is to or their job is to bring you the news not to make themselves famous but in this day and age of 24-hour news and 24-hour news organizations vying for viewers just like anything else they have to become infotainment they have to become entertaining that's why you have people like jim acosta arguing openly with the president well donald trump has done something to get rid of that he's basically cut out all of these news um news uh, uh press conferences and what he does is he he talks to the press while he's walking toward the helicopter. And a couple of things happen when you do this. First of all, there's only one camera, and the camera is always pointed on Donald Trump. 
there's no there's no pointing the camera on the news person. There's no hand the news person the microphone anymore. That was the other big thing. Jim Acosta didn't want to give up the microphone. Everyone was like, well, you get one question. You get one question. No, I have a follow-up. No, you need to move the mic. We're, we're passing the microphone on. Donald Trump got rid of all that. He's the only one that gets a microphone. These news reporters are yelling their questions at him. You don't see their face. You don't see their names. They don't become superstars at all. Donald Trump is the only one you see on camera, and he is the only one that becomes more and more well-known as a result. And that's why every single time he walks out to the chopper, he stops and takes questions. That's why he'll stop and talk to the press in the hallway, but he won't do a formal press conference anymore because it doesn't behoove him. The media has tried to steal those press conferences, which were meant for getting information from the White House out to the public, getting information about the president out to the public, what the president is doing, his messaging. That's the that's what the press conference at the White House was for. The the media bastardized that they said, no, no, you know what we're going to do? We're going to use this now as a platform to get ourselves more Twitter followers. We're going to use this as a plan. I'm going to go on. I'm going to argue with the president. I'm going to blatantly ask him questions that I know are going to get him aggravated. And then he's going to talk to me and yell at me and call me fake news. And guess what? I'm going to come become a victim. I'm going to become the news story, which is not what news people should ever become. The minute you work for a cable news network or a newspaper and you become the story, you need to quit because your job is to write the story, not be the story. If you want to be famous, if you love the spotlight, if you want to get more Twitter followers and Instagram followers or whatever, go get yourself a radio talk show or dress up in a bikini and just uh, you know walk around with a photographer. That's what you do. You don't go on a cable news channel because that's supposed to be for there's just too much of it. You can't fill 24 hours with real news. And as we're seeing when CNN interviews a guy who knows a guy on the inside who says Donald Trump is angry, when CNN interviews a guy who wrote a book about Donald Trump, who's now trying to figure out how Donald Trump feels in this moment when they spend 30 minutes in the middle of the day talking to those kind of people. Clearly, they have way too much time to fill. I'm out of time. 855-765-1045. But we'll be back tomorrow for whatever you want Wednesday. Don't forget, we're going to give away more cash, too. $500 of Mark K's cash. All you have to do is go online to WOKV.com or download our mobile app. Click enter to win and then listen at 10 a.m. Monday through Friday to News 104.5 WOKV. See ya. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.